welcome back to the Wayback Chronicles podcast brought to you by Keith Abbott, Steve McKelkey, and me, Noel Kirsch. In this episode, Steve is going to take us down the road of 1986 sports. So excited to hear what you got there, Steve, what you got. Yeah, absolutely. So as you recall, Noel, back in the summer, last summer, you covered 1998 sports. And as you took took us through that whole path, um, we're like, wow, is, is there a year better than 1998 in sports? And, you know, I'm going to tell you, I think 1986 at least rivals that. And in my opinion, mm. might possibly be better than 1998. So I'll see wow. if I can do as near of a good job as, 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 um, casting that, that opinion as Keith did with telling us about 1986 music. And <laughs> by the way, nice job on that shop uh, on that Spotify. Uh, oh, thanks. That's fun. Spotify. That's been fun to listen to. And it's been my background music while working. So cool. Enjoyed it. <laughs> Over oh, almost six hours of tunes. I, I found out when I was finishing up, I'm like, Holy moly. That's a lot <laughs> yeah. of tunes. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. That's awesome. That was one uh, heck of a year in, in music, man. It, it really was. It really was. So, so I was as I was researching through uh, 1986, trying to find all the sports moments. I was, you know, I used to start with Wikipedia, start working through a variety of different channels, and I found an article in Sports Illustrated um, that I said, you know what, this is this is the the path I'm going to follow because they nailed it, and and I think they're going to help me build the case. So awesome. Um, Really, they, they titled it Unforgettable Year in Sports. Of course, you know, a long time ago, we've forgotten about all this stuff, but I'm going to bring it back, way back. So, oh, uh, there you go. So, as we talk about football, the, the, if you remember the Super Bowl shuffle, which team that was? Oh, yeah. uh, bear, the, the Bears. The Chicago Bears. Oh, Bears. So, this was a year that the Chicago uh, Bears won the Super Bowl and uh, they destroyed. New England, uh, 46 to 10. Wow. And if I remember right, even William Refrigerator Perry had a touchdown in that game. At, yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. And uh, so, you know, they just had a lot of fun, you know, destroyed uh, New England. And uh, it really just, you know, they made the Super Bowl fun with the Super Bowl shuffle. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we all remember, you know, it's, it's a horrible, horrible video quality you know, as we go back and look at it, it's hilarious at the same time. And at, and at the moment, we thought, are those like the coolest athletes in the world? Because they're all wearing sunglasses and doing Super Bowl shuffles. Mm-hmm. Jim, was Jim McMahon was on, wasn't he the quarterback? The quarterback. Yep, yep, absolutely. Yep. Jim McMahon. And yeah, Walter Payton was the running back. Walter and, uh, Payton and the French. You know, towards the end of his career, Walter Payton. And then, of course, you know, sadly passed, you know, a few years after retirement. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, William Perry, that was a big boy. I think number 72 yeah, was. was his number. But uh, uh, in, in the world of basketball, and we'll talk about who won the title later because it's one of my favorite things to talk about. But uh, <laughs> uh, a five foot seven guard uh, from Dallas, Texas, played for the Atlanta Hawks, won, won the slam dunk contest Steve this McGuire? year. Say it again. Oh, no. This back in 1986? 1986, yep. Steve Aguirre? No, no. You're thinking of Mark Aguirre. But, oh, I'm uh, sorry, Mark Aguirre. You're so he played for the Atlanta he, Hawks. His hometown kid, is Dallas. What's that? Jason, kid? Jason kid? No, it was actually Spud Webb. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Five, and six, five foot oh, yeah. seven, came, you know, came back to his hometown, uh, 
the all-star game was in Dallas in 86 and, and, and won one, uh, one of the early versions of the slam dunk contest. And uh, it was so great to watch him. You know, it seemed like he was in the air forever. And uh, I, I haven't dunked once and I'm, I'm five inches taller than him and he, he made it look easy. So it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, tons of upsets this year in the NCAA basketball tournament. Uh, really biggest upset was David Robinson taking Navy to the, uh, to the uh, Sweet 16. And, and really, you know, that's when David Robinson fell on the map and, you know, mm-hmm. later became a, drafted by the Spurs and had a great Hall of Fame career with the Spurs. Okay. Uh, Wayne Gretzky set mm. the points record for the NHL in 1986 uh, with a record of 215 points uh, that year. Gosh. In and a year? He finished with, uh, yeah. Established an NHL, NHL record with 215 points in 85-86 season. He finished with 52 goals, 163 assists during his third consecutive year with at least 200 points. So That's crazy. Yeah. They only score like three or four goals a game. How can he have 215? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. That's, yeah, like, that's crazy. Know about that's hockey. wild. I, it's on ice. And there's Zamboni. Yeah. It's a Zamboni. Have you been to one before? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. I'm like whole whole time. I'm like, where'd the pot go? Where is it? There it is. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> when it hits a glass, it's it's amazing how loud and shocking that sound is. Uh, no doubt. I uh, saw a. Uh, this is back when Houston had like a, I don't know, a farm league hockey team or whatever they call it in the NHL. Minor league, not a major Houston league. Houston Arrows. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Watch the arrows play. And um, that was like a thousand years ago, literally mm-hmm. 25 years ago. But um, that's the only hockey game I've ever been to. Dozens of people in attendance, right? At least. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, in the world of golf, uh, Jack Nicholas won the Masters and it was his final major win. And really, hmm. I think it actually his final win period on the uh, PGA Tour. Wow. And, uh, you know, he got that last minute pep talk from Keith Abbott. You know, yeah. To, to win that. You know, just, you know, stay positive. Got it. Consistent messaging. Yeah. yeah. And, Good know, things will keep Just happening. a decade later, and 12 years later, then, you know, inspire <laughs> Tiger Woods. It was a practice round. Yeah. The next generation. That's right. Yeah. Keith, you transcend sports. It's crazy. So I don't even know my own strength. Yeah. It's a crazy. <laughs> in the in nineteen eighty six, this this was really the the year that Michael Jordan uh, fell on the the world map, and uh, Larry Bird described him as God disguised as Michael Jordan, and <laughs> oh uh, and uh, yeah. you know had a sixty three points in the playoff record. They faced the uh, the um, Boston Celtics. Did not make it to the, the world championship that year. Uh, they lost to the Celtics, but uh, it was all they could do to win in spite of uh, Michael Jordan. So, you know, mm. he's, this is when he started to dominate. Um, Roger Clemens fanned 20 in in a game in 1986. Wow. And that's still a major league record, I believe. He played for uh, Boston back then in 86. Yep, yep. It was mm. Red Sox and uh, had he struck out 20 in a 3-1 victory against Dang. the Mariners. Wow, that's wild. The Celtics play the Lakers. Is that during? Was that eighty six? Uh, not the Lakers, the Rockets. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Sorry. 
I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's saving that. Yeah. <laughs> I know he wants to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's coming up. <laughs> I guarantee you it's coming up. <laughs> I just I wish our listeners could see the background behind Steve. It would sort of like, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like you're in Madison Square Garden. Steve, right? do, that, do that again. Do that again. Thank you. Thank you. I got to get pictures of that. Okay. He's even right wearing a green shirt. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. I got that one. Here we go. <laughs> okay. I'll post out this next yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I will have to say, though, that uh, the um, text tech stuff does outnumber the Celtic stuff in my office. So. It- yeah, but not in camera view. Let's be yeah, in camera view. Yeah, yeah. inspiration I see, one. I inspiration see one two. Texas Tech, and I see everything else is Celtics. Rarely do we talk about uh, you know horse racing as something. I still laugh at at Noel's impression impression of a horse whisperer. Still cracks me to this day. <laughs> but, uh, um, so you know to you know. Willie Shoemaker decided, hey, look, if Jack Nicholas can win the Masters, I'll win the Kentucky Derby at the age of 54. And he did. And, wow. uh, and it was the oldest jockey to ever win a, uh, a major horse race. Hmm. So, no, you were talking about the Rockets stunned the Lakers. And coincidentally, it, uh, of the three titles that the Celtics won in the 80s, only one of them was against the Lakers. Two of them were against Houston. And, oh, uh, wow. So you never guess that you think about everybody thinks about the Lakers Celtics rivalry, but, but when it came to, you know, the, the, each time the Rockets eliminated the Lakers to play the Celtics. So they were the spoilers many times. To, Interesting. To the delight of Celtics fans worldwide. Did not know that. Yep. So, uh, Patrick Waugh, I think that's how you say his name. Speak, going back to hockey. Um, he, he became, oh, who cares? What do you do? Okay. Anyway, it's the next like topic a, is really all I care about. It's like but, a uh, Bob Euchre, Bob Euchre moment yeah, from Major yeah. League. Right ah, who cares? Nobody's listening anyway. Oh, man. Uh, so in 1986, you know, if you haven't figured already, the Boston Celtics won the, the world championship, beating the, the, uh, the, say. the Houston Rockets in a taken uh, taken four. Uh, four two uh, series win over the over the Rockets, but uh, Larry Bird was the um, the uh, MVP. MVP of the. He was also uh, Player of the Year in the NBA, and it uh, was also uh, Sportsman of the Year. Wow, in the NBA. So gracious. So yeah, yeah, but tragically, you know what, you know. And in this moment, what I'm about to tell you really sort of killed the Celtics for decades after Larry Bird's retirement was in '86. Uh, the Celtics drafted Lynn Bias, and and he was a uh, Maryland, uh, a player for University of Maryland, uh, was per, was perceived to be the guy that was going to take the throne from Larry and um, continue the tradition. Uh, the night that he was. Um, uh, Drafted, he went to a party, had a cocaine overdose, died of cardiac arrest. No kidding! And, uh, oh my god! And hence was uh, hence follow us two dec two dark decades for the Celtics yeah. until they returned to the NBA championship, won the two thousand eight World Championships. So, jeez, it's a big yeah. gap. 
Big yeah, gap really for that is. dynasty. Absolutely. Um, so in 86, uh, Bo Jackson was the top pick in the NFL draft. Okay. And any, any guesses who drafted him? Raiders? So in NFL draft. Oh, 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 oh. The Raiders, right? Didn't he, well, he, did, so, he played for them. So so he played for them. He was actually drafted by Tampa Bay. Oh, oh. oh okay. I didn't know uh, that. And then also was a fourth-round pick that year in the baseball draft by Kansas City. Oh, Kansas yeah. City. Okay. Kansas City. And um, so the Heisen Trophy winning running back from Auburn uh, had an up-and-down career with the Tigers baseball team, rejected the Bucks, reported a five-year, $7 million deal, and signed with the Royals in June. Uh, mm-hmm. He made his – Big league debut that September, and then, um, of course, decided to become a two-sports two star the following season and, you know, made a lot of memories. I still remember him running up the center field wall to catch yeah. that. You know, just like, you know, his body did things that no one else's can. And uh, wild. Yeah, um, he was something else. Once-in-a-generation type player, you know, uh-huh. or type athlete, I should say, not player. Yeah. yeah. He still lives in – I think I saw like a – Netflix something about him and um, he's like am I getting him mixed up anyway he's still around <laughs> <laughs> he ain't dead <laughs> it's safe to say maybe we we were not thoroughly researched like we should be here. My, but, uh, my research department hey, took yeah. off. Noel's color commentary he's doing fine yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, there's no pressure on Noel. <laughs> if you're going to be unprepared, don't bring this. Is, this is the day. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, um, it's been a day. So I know this name. You know, y'all know I'm not a fan of soccer. And I've often described it as the perfect cure for insomnia. But uh, We've heard that a few. But uh, this year in the 86 uh, World Cup, Ushered a new king of soccer, and that was the five foot five Diego Maradona. No, Maradona. And uh, of course, everybody knows the name. And uh, I guess the the equivalent to Maradona these days is um, Messi. Uh, Messi, yeah. Uh, how do you say his first name? Lionel. Lionel. Yeah, Lionel. Yeah. So Lionel. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I guess Diego was was the uh, inspiration for Messi and Lionel. <laughs> <laughs> Lionel. Uh, Lionel. Greg Lamon uh, started just uh, his Tour de France uh, streak. He won his first of three consecutive Tour de France uh, hmm. races in 1986. Um, the USFL, remember that? Uh, oh, the jury yeah. ruled in 1996. Uh, the, UFL, the USFL in its antitrust suit against NFL that. Uh, awarded the three-year-old league one dollar in damages. One dollar, <laughs> triple time, triple to three dollars under antitrust laws. After been seeking potentially one point seven billion. Well, now it's probably safe to say if the USFL won one point seven billion, we wouldn't be watching the NFL Super Bowl. We would probably be watching the USFL US Super Bowl. Super Bowl. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you know the the cash poor USFL quickly suspended operations in '86 and never returned. Uh, USFL stars such as Herschel Walker and Jim Kelly moved to the NFL for the '86 season. So mm-hmm. pretty cool there. That is uh, cool. In the world of tennis, you know the the big women's rivalry. Any guess? Martina Navratilova. 
There you go. Nice. Yep. That was the big, big rivalry in women's tennis. And excuse me while I take a nap. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So in college football, um, it's funny. We were were talking about, uh, when we're talking about shoulder pads, Brian Bosworth came up and this was uh, this year, the, the showdown was between number one, Oklahoma and number two, Miami. Uh, pitted the Hurricanes QB Vinny Testaverde. Oh wow! Again, Sooners linebacker Brian Bosworth, and I still remember you know Brian Bosworth and all the scandal they had during the season. But you know they all played in the game, and uh, Miami, Miami went on to an undefeated season, you know beating Oklahoma in that game and taking the national championship. Now was that um, who was the coach of Miami that year? That was I think Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy, Johnson, Jimmy Johnson, right? Johnson, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Great call out. Yeah, that's the, the worst thing the Cowboys ever did was get rid of Jimmy Johnson. I think. Yeah, I'm kidding. Not that yeah. I'm a fan. Still but... blame Jerry Jones for yeah. everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. He got something great, and then he got greedy, thinking he could be a control freak. And yep. to this day, it's cursed him. In my opinion only. Yeah. Yeah. Never forget whenever uh, they brought Troy Aikman in, and they traded away almost everything to get him and Emmett Smith, and I was like, what are these? idiots doing they just traded away all that yeah everybody that was worth it like tony dorsett was going away and all the all the stars of those those uh those days there's a lot of purists that hated the way they got rid of landry too that way you know yeah Yeah. so anticlimactically so yeah awful but they did some did some great things in the early early to mid 90s have you guys seen speaking of cowboy super bowls um this is a uh nostalgic program so and that's the only time you'd ever talk about Cowboys Super Bowls when you're talking about history because it was like 30 years ago (laughs) (laughs) and we were in college I know um yeah I saw a a meme I said my my little brother Damon is a a Cowboys fan and I saw a picture floating around Facebook and it was a Cowboy Super Bowl pictures and it was on like a a little floppy disk (laughs) (laughs) I saw that too (laughs) <laughs> sent that to him like hey david do you have a copy or uh that's so like, not very funny <laughs> so bad but so true wow yeah. man yeah. anyway uh, sorry I had to get a dig in on the cowboys you have to couple classic baseball playoff series ha- happened in 1986 first one was uh, the red Sox against the angels uh dave henderson hit a Go ahead to run Homer off of Donnie Moore. The Angels tied the score in the bottom of the ninth, but the Red Sox won in an extra innings and completed their comeback by winning game six and seven handily in Fenway Park. On the NLCS side, and Noel, we know, and Keith, you know our Astros were formerly in the National League. Right. And I remember specifically running home as soon as the school bell rang so I could watch the end of this game. But the Mets versus the Astros – uh, in a series pack of drama, the Astros took the opener 1-0 as Mike Scott outdueled Dwight Gooden uh, with the 14th strikeout gem. Uh, the Mets game, won game three on a walk-off home run by Lenny Dykstra, and then game five on a 12th inning single by Gary Carter. Game six topped them all for drama. Uh, Mets ended up going on to went, to be in the Astros in that series and in extra innings. And I never thought that game was going to end. I, I still remember the, the sports stress I had. 
watching that game <laughs> as a kid, uh, and then it only made sense I w- that I would become a Texas Tech fan and the stress that that, 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 <laughs> right. that conflicts. But uh, for punishment. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then, uh, but you know, to wrap up what happened with um, um, uh, the World Series, the Mets end up winning the World Series that year, uh, beating the Red Sox. So that's awesome. Wow. Yeah. 1986 also, you know, so you think about just all the memories and all just the, the variety. This isn't so much about who won all the, the, the trophies, but this is the year that SMU had incurred the death penalty. Oh. And if you remember that that story, so it was in the November of 86, a, a Dallas TV station reports about Booster's $25,000 payment to linebacker David Stanley, which hastened the demise of SMU's powerhouse football for program. It's crazy how good they were in the, in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And oh. uh, um, Coach Bobby Collins and Athletic Director Bob H. resigned less than a month later. Then the Mustangs received the death penalty the following February. So, mm-hmm. uh, of course, now, you know, apparently, Matt, you know, giving money to the players is no longer it's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's ridiculous that, that, um, that SMU got that death penalty. And, Took them a long time to come back. You know they're starting to experience some success. You, you, you got to be happy for them, mm-hmm. as long yeah. as we don't ever lose to them. But exactly, uh, yeah. Um, Proud anyway. and happy for them with a caveat. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. In '86, uh, also Mike Tyson became the youngest heavyweight champion. We knocked out uh, Trevor Burbick in the second round. Wow. And, uh, Look at me, Tyson told reporters after his 26th knock, knockout in 28 fights. 26 knockouts at 27 bouts. I mean, that's just that's insane, crazy. Man. Wow. He says, I'm just a boy and I got the belt on my waist. And uh, he kicked a lot of rear ends after <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, he, was, he was just unstoppable. I mean, yeah. Yeah. never forget some of those fights like Larry Spinks. And I mean, it was like. Was it thirty second? Not even thirty seconds long or something. They just got punched. Bam, bam, they're out. And, yeah, and yeah, unbelievable. So um, Joe Paterno won Sportsman of the Year. I, I said incorrectly. Larry Bird was Sportsman of the Year. Larry Bird was Male Athlete of the Year. Okay. Um, hmm. Martina Navratilova was Female Athlete of the Year. Uh, okay. Joe Paterno was Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year. And then ABC Wide World of Sports Athlete of the Year was figure skater, figure skater Debbie Thomas. I don't remember her, but yeah, I think she won a yeah. trophy or something or a medal that year. I think her dad, Dave um, Thomas, opened all those Wendy's restaurants. Yeah, He's yeah probably. Day day. I, th- I thought Dave's daughter's name was Wendy, though. Well, yeah, Wendy's a less – she doesn't ice skate or anything. She, she just likes burgers. Those. Gotcha. So, so Dave had two daughters? Yeah, Annie – or no, I'm sorry, Wendy and um, – What's the chick's name? Debbie. Yeah. Memories <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> it's always I've always been jealous when I when I go to Noel's house during the Christmas holidays and you know see that Christmas car from the Thomas family. That's right. Yeah. We're real close. Yeah. Very close. Yeah. Pretty neat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but awesome. you know, th- you know. I can go through and tell you who won all the trophies for each sport and Wikipedia has all that information available. But uh, I just really think, you know, when you think about the big names, Jack Nicholas, you know, Roger Clemens, Mike Tyson, Bo Jackson, all, all these big time stars really started yeah. to make their career happen in 1986. And Jeez. we could probably say that almost about every year that, Hey, you know, every year had at least one big name start their career. But I think the, the, but the, 
multiple names and multiple success that we saw amongst multiple athletes, I think makes this a rival year to at least 1998. I'm not yeah. going to go as far as say it's the best year in sports ever uh, because someone will tell me I'm wrong, but uh, <laughs> it certainly represents very well. So guys, that is the world of 1986 sports. I think, Very you know, cool. sports are speculative, kind of like the music. And I'm arguing that's the best, you know, it's, it's who you knew, who you had a passion for, you know, I mean, Steve, you super passionate for, for Larry Bird, the Celtics. And they, I mean, this was probably his peak, right? I mean, I would say this was probably the pinnacle before Jordan started taking the limelight, I would imagine. Um, you know, so you've got that. And like you say, Bo Jackson, that's just a, that's just a, uh, unique individual <laughs> once yeah. in a lifetime, you know? And yeah. so, yeah. so yeah, I mean, I think, I think arguably like, you know, if, if, if those, those individuals are the ones you, you follow or you, or you grew up with, man, why, how could you argue that this wasn't a significant year? Oh yeah. So yeah, totally. Anyway, I, yeah, I love how, how we, as we go through this, just the memories that we, that we stir up and, and some of my, my childhood memories are related to sports events, watching it with my brother, watching it with my dad, and being glued to the TV and and uh, trying to stay awake till the end of the Super Bowl or whatever, just so we could see who won and yeah, and, uh, and so many great memories around it. And always feel fortunate that you know I had good friends we could play on the yard with. We played we were constantly playing football, basketball, baseball, whatever we could. And no doubt it's why I'm passionate about sports. You know, yeah. can't physically do it at, at, as well as I used to, but I like to think I can. So yep. You still talk trash about it though. That's, That's the, all that matters. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 All that matters. Yeah. If you ever have an evening free, I'll tell you everything you need to know about Larry Bird. I, so. I believe it. I believe it. What you need is like a Trail of Pursuit Larry Bird edition. Larry Bird. <laughs> it's just a green box it'll be know, a, with three three on it. It'll be the only time everybody be like, "I'm on Steve's team." Yeah, yeah. That's probably the only reason. The only time I could beat your wife, Noel. Yeah, game. that's oh true. She'd find a way to win, man. I was going to say she'd figure it out based on color choice or something. She'd figure out a way to win that. It's amazing. She She's yeah, just really. she is a competitor. She is it's amazing. <laughs> good, good stuff, Steve. I really appreciate all of the research you did on 1986 sports. I, I think you're right. It's a, it's a pretty significant year, and I'm, I appreciate all the research that you did. And uh, you know, it's, uh, it's fun to go back and see some of those memories. Like I remember Larry Bird. I remember, you know, all of those things. So I'm really, really glad that you were able to share that with us and kind of bring back those memories and sports for us for 1986. You bet, man. So. I think Noel, you and me next time, we'll, we'll do a little bit of a kind of a wrap up of 1986, talk a little bit about some of the little fun facts of the year, uh, some of the technology that came through for the year. And then I think all oh, way back, Steve will fire up and see where we go from here. Awesome. Sounds awesome. good. Looking forward to it, guys. Us too. Appreciate everything. Thanks a lot, guys. Do see you on the next episode. Bye. for listening to the Wayback Chronicles. All shows are written and produced by Noel, Keith, and Steve. Massive thanks to those who made these memories possible for us through the years. All songs, sounds, and effects have been attributed in the comments section and through links listed on waybackchronicles.podbean.com. We look forward to taking you way back again in the very near future.